0: The Opinion Line on Cork's 96FM. I want to talk to Mike Bowen. Mike, your story is interestingly and uh, interesting enough, even as it is, but I didn't know you were the man who invented televoting for the Eurovision Song Contest. Good morning to you.
1: Good morning from Australia, and shall I kindly say good morning to Cork, and particularly to the people in grown for where I got my strength and my background from. Yeah. That's where you're from, of course. Um, you've been in Australia now for how long, Mike? 49 years. 49 years. But I've been back to Ireland many, many times.
0: Yeah, you were only honoured by the Lord Mayor there a couple of weeks ago, I see.
1: I was indeed. What an absolutely gem he is as a man. What a, what a wonderful um, knowledge and, uh, I guess, insight into everything. Cork it has got a brilliant mind on the history and and his uh his understanding of the situation there i was m- massively impressed by him mm.
0: you brought out a book of your own story called a time of secrets it's interesting you grew up yeah you grew up uh, a young young man you had very little going on in your life you were a, you were a very poor background hadn't you
1: Oh, yes, but uh, in a way, is when people talk about their poor background, that's only the start of the story. It's not where you start, it's where you finish up It's important. And therefore, that gives you the strength to move on. And um, I'm very, very grateful because, you know, I only spent about four and a half years in school. I'm dyslexic. I left school and I couldn't read and write. Mm. Uh, but then that gives you strength because, you know, you... You end up like a lot of people disadvantaged, but again, you get strength from that, and the fact is you're not prepared to be, um to be in the- to 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 live in the position that you are in you know I think when God created um man, he didn't say it was for any particular group of people you know you've got to go out there and put your hand out and take your slice of the cake it's not just for the greedy it's there for everyone. But I think part of the problem in in a lot of cases, we're very modest, we tend to stand back and we we sort of stick to our stations that we were in. Uh, there's nothing wrong with venturing out. It just uh, helps you uh, grow your knowledge and um, it's a whole new world out there. Um, one doesn't have to live in a cocoon. Mm,
0: you grew up and grown.
1: You still live. Absolutely, absolutely. I usually go back. I spend a lot of time there. Um, Cork is a great place to be inspired by. I'm in awe of you know. Um, each time I go back, I see new friends and new people. And I did some work. One of the great groups that I did some work with um, out of the Blues, uh, gone back about four years ago, were um, a group of lads at um, Unity, Unity Media. They did an absolutely brilliant video. For a song that I did for the World Cup um, in Japan, the rugby. I
0: remember these that.
1: guys. You know, they were a little bit in the unknown, which is a bit of a shame because guys like that, they're um, they're, they're priceless. They're, they're hidden gems. Yeah, as is as is, um, you know, Katrina and the people at Penny Dinners. Yeah. I mean, or yeah,
0: big big hero viewers,
1: come to me about. My God, they, they they do it.
0: Music and songwriting um, was one thing, yep. but I'm intrigued because I'm a Eurovision Song Contest fan all my life. Yep. I've been to it four or five times. Yep. It's changed so much over yep. the years and still we love it. You invented the televoting. Yep. Tell me that story.
1: Yes. Well, well look, I in, uh going back and, um, well, it's it started off, look, I guess I got a bit of a chip in my shoulder, they wouldn't let me join the school band at the 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 North Cathedral School, and they told me I was torn deaf. So I decided, well, bugger that. Nobody's going to tell me that I can't do anything. So I started writing, writing songs, and I sort of became very, very interested in the music industry. Um, came to Australia and started writing and uh, and a lot of music as well. A fair bit of it's been recorded. And um, I got the position of president of the Australian Songwriters Association, went back to Ireland for three months researching Eurovision. I did a song for the National Song Contest some years back, and they wouldn't allow the singer that I picked. There was a guy by the name of Peter Williams. You might remember to anyone around my age, there was a song called the Pushbike Song, they which do, the yeah. mixtures did, and Peter was yeah. the singer. That's but they wouldn't. They they wouldn't. Ireland wouldn't allow him, or or they wouldn't allow him to be represent this in in, in the national song contest, which was rather sad because uh, we got a local lad in Dublin, me Meehan, did a brilliant job, and when I did my research on back and I discovered they wouldn't let him there because oh he didn't. He wasn't Irish. Do you know that? Uh, Ireland's won Eurovision seven times, three times it was won by an Australian, Johnny Logan, born just down the road from where I am here. <laughs> I'd forgotten that. Australian. Forgotten okay? That, Mike. Celine Dion did not sing for her own country. Gabe Vicky Leandros did not sing for her own. They all they all represented yeah. a different country. So, so there you are, And chip, so why chip, wasn't Australian? Chip involved?
0: chip on shoulder. So so how did you come from that to invent to inventing the, the, the voting system? And I think were you responsible for getting Australia well, into the, con- the contest as well?
1: well, well well, the, the, you know, we've been on the outer side for such a long time, but what, I guess what look what the average individual doesn't understand, you know, look, the uh, Irish government give money to RTE, RTE give money to the EBU. In Australia, the government give money to people like SBS, SBS give money to the EBU as well. And, you know, we are part or contributors to the European Broadcasting Union, as is Israel, by the way. Israel is not in Europe, but it qualified. So why not Australia? So the the wall was coming down. Uh, the world was expanding. And why couldn't, you know, Eurovision was an old tired dog. It needed revamping. It needed to go global. So I spent my three months in Ireland, did my research, went, knocked at the door and told them if they didn't knock down the dossier, there would be no more Eurovision. <laughs> so the lad that was looking after, Tom guy by the name of Christian Clausen, yeah. Danish producer. I've met him. I've met him. And um, yeah, yeah, lovely man. So, um, so we went to Geneva. I gave it to him and um, had a look at it and um, asked me, where, where did I get this dossier. I told him I was frantic on research. And I said, if you don't act on it, there'll be no more Eurovision. It's as simple as that. <laughs> so we went down to Lake Geneva the next morning had breakfast. He pay, came down with a bottle of champagne from my, my business partner and and said, "Okay, gentlemen, you just saved your revision. It's going to change forever."
0: And and it and it has unfortunately to a point where and we it can't is. seem to win and it now anymore. It's,
1: <laughs> it's three times, ten times bigger now than it ever was. We've yeah. now got the juniors. It's over days. Yeah, right. But you know, it couldn't live on what it was because the whole world was changing. Any any chance, was any chance, any chance, Mike, that there. you
0: could write a song that we might win it with?
1: <laughs> I I I don't think RT would want me there with my with my tone. I've already I've already crossed swords with them Liam Miller and and uh, Bob Collins oh, over the years. God you're mentioning and, big names uh, now. I think they don't they don't like being told what what what's happening and and I'm not one of those that sort of sit back and just accept Pantering. Well, I have to say, if you what want to change it, sure, I'll come and I'll change it.
0: What they've done, what they've done in the last few years. I, and as I said, a fan. I wasn't a fan of televoting yeah. until a few years ago yeah. when they started adding the juries and the public vote back in together again. Yeah. And it can cause yeah. anything. It's great and and well done. I'm thrilled to speak with you, the man who invented televoting for Eurovision, a fellow from Gron. <laughs> I would never have <laughs> believed it, Mike. I would never oh, have believed look, we've it. Look,
1: had, we've had absolutely amazing people who come from Cork. You know, um, uh, Napoleon's doctor came from Cork. Um, you know, the, the guy that uh, wrote the Japanese national anthem came from Cork. So, Roy Keane came from Cork. Valvey's climbed the mountains. He's dyslexic like myself. There's so amazing people, you know, that came out of Cork. Yeah, and including your good that, self. That not aware of
0: including your good self. A Time of Secrets is Mike Bowen's new book, How He Made It Big in Australia. A fellow from Cork's Northside who couldn't read and write. And delighted to speak with you, Mike. And the next time you're, you're, you're back in town, I think we have to try and get him to write a song for the Eurovision. Well done. Thank you, Mike. Cork's 96 FM. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers.